0: Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 78. I am your hostess, Brittany Cross, and what is up? Thank you so much for being here. If you've been here before, thank you for coming back. I love you. If you've never been here before, welcome to the party. Uh, First things first, if you listen to the show on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave a rating and review. Okay. It's easy. You can do it right now. Seriously, right now. You can just go find the show in iTunes, go over there to leave a review and a rating, a five-star rating, of course. Come on. And then like, I don't know, two sentences for the review. It's a quick, it's a quick process. Okay. I truly, truly appreciate it. And it really does help the show a lot. If you also listen on the, or, or not also, or if you listen to the show on a platform that does not have that kind of rating or review system, that's cool. You can just review the show on the Facebook page. That's really cool. Just on Facebook, just search Social Sunshine Podcast, and of course, follow, <laughs> and then leave a review there. That's, that's awesome as well. Okay, today's show is is, uh, of course really great as usual. I mean, that's the deal around here. Always a great show. (laughs) We're going to be wrapping up, uh, my conversation with my buddy, Terry Schilling. So part two of that is coming up in just a little bit. If you missed part one, that was just last week, episode 77. So go back and listen to, to that if you would like to first. Um, so we're going to, we're going to finish up that with Terry here in just a few minutes. Um, but before that, I wanted to share some insight with you and some things I think that would be helpful for you for your social media within your personal brand okay so it's just three things I want to share with you really quick um, if you're not familiar, you know a personal brand is is whenever you are the face of the brand. It's not like you know how target is a big corporate brand it's you your your lovely little face shows up and you represent your business and your overall brand right so I am a personal brand if you look at my Instagram especially, but anywhere pretty much. Um, under my name, Brittany Crossing, you're going to see, obviously, I am the face of my brand. I'm the one showing up. Um, you know, something like Target, it's not an individual person showing up. You know, that's the difference. So, so many of you guys are creating and building personal brands out there. Um, you could be a real estate agent, you could be an author, a podcaster, you could be in network marketing, direct sales, um, you, any kind of sales, really. I mean, good Lord, it's just the list goes on for the kind of people that that should have a personal brand, which I kind of think that's like everyone, but you know, moving on. So these are three, these are three, um, social media issues within your personal brand. Like there are three very common things that I see that I hear about, whether it's from clients or the members in my membership or just people I know on social media or whatever. Um, these are the most three common issues. I'm going to give you the issue and then I'm going to give you some ideas on how to fix the issue. Okay okay here we go the first one is issue number one your content isn't great <laughs> but you are all right so look I think you're great I hope you think you're great you're beautiful snowflake just like all of us very individual and unique and wonderful um, but the problem is that your content doesn't reflect that <laughs> your content is not great but you are that is, so incredibly common. Like I can't even tell you how common that issue is. Um, and look, first of all, it, it does take some time to get great content. Like you're probably not going to be just out of the gate, like boom, content creation machine, doing all kinds of cool shit that everybody loves and all this stuff. Like, you know, I understand it takes some time, but you need to discover, uh, what, what great content can reflect the great cool person you are. All right. And it's going to take some trial and error. It's going to take some just going into what is your gut instinct? Like what is, what is just like your immediate reaction as to what you think would be good for you, for you as an individual, as a personal brand, as a personality brand. I like that even better. Um, (laughs) I'm going to need to trademark that. Remind me later. Uh, so, so what I want you to do is, is if you just need ideas, right? Of course, go poking around, go looking around on Instagram or, or TikTok or um, wherever, you know, you're wanting to create your, your content for, for the most part or more than one, whatever. But go looking around and get inspired by what other people are doing. Don't do exactly what they do every time, of course. But you know, that's gonna give you ideas if you're really starting from scratch and you're like, what in the hell? How do I create content that's as great as I am as a person? <laughs> go look around, go poking around, get some inspiration. And then really and truly follow your, follow your heart, follow, follow your inner voice as far as like what feels right for you. And you're gonna start to know it. Like when you start to create the content in And then you get maybe like a little bit of a reaction from your audience and it keeps getting better and better and better. You're going to feel that and you're going to know, okay, I'm getting to it. I'm starting to create content that's as great as I am. But that is just a really, really common, 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 common issue. And I just know it can be solved. I just know it can be solved and what is great for you is not great for someone else. So don't be worrying about like, Oh, well, mine isn't exactly as as cool as theirs or whatever. It's fine. Everybody's their own thing. Right? I know sometimes people look at, uh, my content because you know, like I'm dancing all over God's creation and I'm on a treadmill and I'm drinking wine and it's like a party over here, but that's not how it is for everybody, and that's okay. It's whatever is authentic, what is really coming from you as an individual, what's real, what feels good, and what's sustainable when it comes to content creation. Because if you feel good about it, the odds of you continuing to do it and not quitting are much higher, all right? So That hopefully gets you rolling when it comes to creating content that's as great as you are. You know, your content isn't great, but you are. (laughs) Issue number two your social media audience can't name four things about you in your life. That's an issue. If you are building a personal brand and you want it to be solid, I mean, I'm talking like solid. Now, look, first of all, hang on. Side note we don't need to share every little thing about our lives. I don't need to know how many times you pooped today. I mean, I hope, it, I hope you did. I hope it went fine. But like, I don't really want to talk about that. I mean, unless I guess that's your topic and that's your business. That's a whole other story. But you see what I'm saying? You don't have to tell every detail of your life, but you choose. You choose what you're going to share about so that people are learning about you you choose your fab four. If you don't know what your fab four is, that that's what I call, you know, that's the, the cute name I gave to content pillars. If you want to know how to do that, you need to get my free guide, how to create your personal brand. All you got to do is join my email list. Super easy. You go to com slash join email, join my email list. And you'll get the free guide. Plus you get a bonus right now. You get my free um, ebooklet. Yay. But anyway, you know, your fab four, you're going to choose those and then you're going to share about those four things over and, over and 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 over until the end of freaking Instagram time so that your audience can name four things about you in your life. Like, I mean, at least three things. <laughs> let's let's first get three. If they can name four, that's even better. But what that means is that you've really done a good job at first catching people's attention, making them even want to pay attention to you and want to see what your content is about, what your brand is about, what your business is about. But then you've kept their attention over time because they've had enough time to see you sharing about your Fab Four over and over and over and over that they actually know them. They may not even realize that they know them, but they do. They know lots of things about you. And that, my friend, is whenever you know that you have really done a great job at building your personal brand. Okay? All right. And then the final issue of the three, these super common issues with social media and personal brands is... Um, creating social media content is a chore that you do not enjoy. That's so sad to me because I have so much fun creating content. I have so much fun making these videos that I make for TikTok and for Instagram Reels, all of these dancing videos, comedy videos, you know, the wine stuff, the treadmill stuff, all the stuff. I have so much fun doing that. And and i was actually recently saying in my instagram stories like i just decided to make that part of my job i was like well that's my marketing for for my business for the most part so technically it's part of my job so technically i'm getting paid to make these fun videos and yay me <laughs> How do you just do it and when you're having fun with it like what i was saying a second ago it means it's sustainable it means that you're going to keep it up if you if if creating content feels like a chore and totally sucks and you don't want to do it well two things you're you're not going to keep doing it you're you're definitely bound to quit and the second thing is pick something else like don't do that shit if you hate it you know and look i know there's going to be exceptions some of you might just end up hating all of it like you might like there's just maybe going to be some people that are just like content creation i don't like it marketing i don't like it social media i don't like it Okay, if that if you're if that's you, you're either in the wrong place or we need to work on converting you. So let's just let's just keep moving in a positive direction. Um, <laughs> you need to find some sort of content creation that feels good for you and it doesn't feel like a chore. So again, it doesn't have to be what other people do, but it's whatever it works for you. So me, I, here, let me tell you exactly how I decided to do what I do with all of this content that I make in the videos. I looked at. What do I love more than anything? What do I love to do more than anything, okay? Um, so not the not the necessarily the people in my life or, you know, that kind of thing, but like, what do I love to do? I love to perform ever since I was a child. I've been a dancer since I was three. I've been an actor. I've done musical theater. I've done television, film, and I absolutely love it. And the only reason why, you know, just like a little bit pre-COVID, why I hadn't done any... Acting gigs in a while is because I wanted to like actually make some money. <laughs> because whenever you're an actor in Texas, you like eh, don't usually make a lot of money. So of course, social media was was the route to be able to actually have a great career. But otherwise, it's like you know that's just what I love and what's in my heart. And so I thought, well, why are you not creating content based upon what you love, Brittany? This is weird. Duh, you know. And so I discovered TikTok and. I guess the fall of 2019. And I was like, holy shitballs. Hang on. You mean to tell me that it is just totally acceptable for these grown ass people to be on here, lip syncing and dancing and doing comedy videos? And maybe they're dancing in the middle of the grocery store in their front yard, whatever. And everybody's like, cool with that? This is a dream come true. I mean, like, I always wanted, you know, life to be a musical like for real, you know, like we're like walking along the street and like, I've had a bad day. And all of a sudden it's like, I've had a bad day. And you start dancing and singing. That's my dream. And TikTok helped make that come true. Okay. So (laughs) I made that connection and I went, oh my gosh, I want to do that. I'm going to do that. You see how that works. You go, I want to do that. So I'm going to do that. And then you do that. Easy as that. So I started making that content um, you know, worked through it, worked out the kinks, figured out what was like kind of cool and what kind of wasn't and what felt good and what didn't and blah, 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 all the things. And, you know, long story short, here I am uh, a year and a half later. Um, and I can credit like almost all of my business success to creating the kind of content that was just in my heart that I just wanted to create. So that's why it doesn't feel like a chore because I'm literally living out dreams in a different way than what I thought. I thought it would be on a sitcom, like, you know, Full House-esque. Shout out to my girl, Candace Cameron Bure and all the uh, Full House people. <laughs> Y'all are my favorite. But I thought it would be like that, but it's actually like this, the way it is. And it's on social media, and it's performing, and it's reaching people, and its it's coming from the heart. You see what I'm saying? So – Not to get too deep, 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 but a lot of times if we go, but we will, we'll just go ahead and get deep, deep, deep. A lot of times if we go back to our childhood, we really discover a lot of things like this, you know. And like I say, it doesn't mean it's going to be exact, like there might be tweaks, of course, because you know, time has gone by, you're a grown up, but look back to your childhood or look back to a few years ago or before you had children or whatever kind of time period and find what, find that passion and share that passion on social media. It is okay that it's not about your business. It's okay. It is okay. I still talk about my business. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, you know what I do. You know, I work in social media. You know, I host this show. You know, I have clients and we do social media management and content creation and Email marketing and all that jazz. Like I talk about it, you know what I do. But I also do the fun content because that's what I want to do, and that is the type of marketing I want for my personal brand to grab people's attention and draw them into me, so we can all have fun together. So I hope that all three of those were really, really helpful and inspiring for you. I just like if if you've listened to me um, for a long time, if you follow me for a long time, you've heard me say similar things before and that's good. I want you to keep hearing me say these things. It's so important that you know that when you have a personal brand on social media, that you can be creating and sharing content about whatever you want. You don't always have to be so businessy. Like, it's okay. Pick your Fab Four. Get that guide. Get the get the free, the How to Create Your Personal Brand guide. Uh, go to com slash join email. Get the guide. Go ahead and go through it so it helps you start building up that personal brand on social media. It's free. And then really start hammering it in and go with that Fab Four, your content pillars and share, 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 share. Make one of them your business and everything else not. And have fun with it and create content you want to create and share with people. And I'm telling you, people are going to be attracted to you because of that. And if they also know, oh yeah, you also are a website designer or whatever, then they're going to always have you like top of mind whenever the day does come that they might need a website designer or someone they know needs a website designer because you've been sharing such cool videos about like, you know, your tomato garden that they're really digging and they know, oh yeah, the tomato garden girl, yeah, she's a website designer. Boom. There you go. That's the connection. Okay, you guys, I'm going to wrap up this chat with you. I really hope that that was helpful, motivates you to start kicking ass, creating some really great content. Um, Unfortunately, enrollment for my membership is closed right now for Small Biz Social Society, but always stay tuned because it will open back up in the summer you know, later in the summer, like midsummer. summer So definitely stay tuned to that. If you're on my email list, that's the perfect way to do that. And of course, listening to the show. And coming up next is part two of my chat with my buddy, Terry Schilling. So, okay, before I, I can't, I can't, like, we can't end this conversation without a few questions about like, common things that I know I run into and probably people Mm -hmm. like in my membership or even just people that I interact with on social media run into. So since you're a copywriter, I want to use your, (laughs) your talents to answer. So first of all, you did recently come into my membership, small biz social society and talk about email subject lines. Thank you so much. Um, I got, I got quite a few messages from members that were thankful for that. Um,
1: Awesome.
0: But I would love just like really quick, if you can just give, Maybe your top one or two tips when it comes to somebody that wants to write emails to their email list, say they're building a list, but they feel unsure about how to get them to open up the email. I feel like the subject line, right? The subject line makes a huge difference.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think what, I think what you got to go into it is, is just to remember like what's in it for the reader and focus on that email body copy of it first. So think about what you're trying to describe to them. Are you trying to promote a free download or something, you know, that they're going to pay for, or just to listen to your podcast, right? Like if, if you're promoting this one between you and I, it's like, what's in it for the reader? What can they really give, get away from what we talked about today? Right. Uh, and then it's just, just really looking at the subject line to promise them something. Cause then the body of the email is going to fulfill that promise. So okay. it's just like, you could just turn about like, are you sitting on, like, are you sitting on? you know, 10 pieces of content um, by doing this. That was a really bad example. I'm like trying try to talk out loud, but like trying to use that, yeah, what is this? Totally
0: put form. you on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: no, no, the, what is this form? I'm just thinking, I was just like, it's like, are you like something about repurposing content in the subject line, but don't just say necessarily of just like, you know, Terry and I talked about repurposing content, listen today. It's like, if that doesn't yeah. interest them, right? Yeah. You know, they're just going to be like, eh, I don't really talk about that, but think how you can, you know, make them curious, like how it can help them grow their business or add value. Right. You know, it's like turn turn one video into eight pieces of content, right. like how to turn how one to. video. And it's just like, how to, it's like, okay, we haven't given away everything. Like inside there's this promise of how I'm gonna be able to do that. Let me open it and, and see. So I think like the how to is a very effective formula, you know, for subject lines, like how to achieve desired results, you know, in X amount of time. You know, how to go from blank to this, to this, you know, right. from point A to point B. Oh, that's and, such
0: you know, a good
1: one. Oh, I need yeah. to do that. Yeah. And, you know, like, and then answer the objection, like how to achieve desires, desired result without like blank, you know, so that's always a good one too, is if you answer an objection in it. And then we talked about the, what is this formula? It's one of my favorite ones. Um, just because the, uh, the audience, the reader is going to be so curious to find out what this is. Um, So that's what we call it like the, what is this formula? So it's like, is your business avoiding this? Or it's like, you know, don't like stop creating TikTok videos until you read this. Like that word, this is so powerful. Um, And if it's plural, you can use these of course, but it at least gets them curious to open it up. And then it's your job to keep their attention, um, you know, and again, fulfill that promise in the body of the email.
0: Right. I love how you also, how you talk, you mentioned, maybe reversing it like because when you go into your email marketing platform whichever one you use i mean i've i've used a couple different ones for clients and stuff so usually it's like you have the option to put the subject first and then you go move on to the next step of like creating your email but you mentioned that maybe you maybe you shouldn't maybe you should write the email first and then kind of get the subject line after, which I think is so smart because I think there's this pressure, like you're going yeah. step by step through the process and you're like, Oh yeah. no, I have to title it right now. You know what? You don't, you can just go on to the next step. And write yeah, it.
1: exactly. Like I go back and forth. Cause sometimes when I start an email, like to my, to my list or for a client, like I'll just be in the mindset where I want, like I have some good subject line ideas. So I'll like, and I'll typically use that how to this formula um, and just write out some ideas and nothing's concrete. And then I'll just start getting. It's like, all right, what do I want to say in this email? Maybe I come up with something, right, right, where I'm telling a story, and then I can put that in the subject line as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, that's that's really helpful. And then speaking of that, my my other question, well, speaking of subject lines, it's is really about the hook in a in a social media caption. So if you wouldn't mind explaining what that, what that means, and then maybe just like your top one or two things for somebody to understand why it matters to have that hook to get someone to draw them in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the hook is just something that's really going to, it's almost like an explosion. So you're like, you're talking about like the normal, like the normal that's going on in their world. And then it's like the hook could be like an objection or just like this transformation that they could receive. And it's just like, challenging them to think differently. So it's like a hook could be just like go from this and turn your website into an ATM machine. It's just like, it's different. It's kind of surprises you a little bit. Um, And that's just necessarily what the hook is. You're just trying to get them to read. It's like this tease about it. Um, And one of my favorite ones to do is, you know, I talked about answering an objection in it um, and just start talking about like the dream result first and then going into that what's an objection? So I just, this is a simple example where it's like, you want to learn how to speak Spanish. But when I think about it, I'm like, I know there's tons of apps out there. Then I got to make the time every day um, and then practice it. So the objection is it's taking a ton of time. So you could use something like Babbel. Babbel could be like, which is an app to help you learn multiple languages. Um, It could be like, learn how to speak Spanish uh, at 15 minutes a day. And it's just like, okay, that's not that bad. Right. So it's like, that's a hook for them is just that objection hook is like 15 minutes a day. It's like, learn how to sorry, let me learn how to do this. Right. Um, so that's always just a good one, you know, for me, just think about like what makes you unique and the transformation that the audience can get from you. And just think of multiple like objections where it's like, Oh, they're not good at SEO or they're not a designer to create a website. It's right. like create, you know, get your business online, you know, without a degree in design.
0: Something, just something
1: like that, right? And it rhymed. <laughs> Not, yeah, but yeah, yeah, There we go.
0: <laughs> well, and also, I like. It's so funny because as a marketer myself, and I'm sure you obviously see this as well. Like on on social media, I find it to be so interesting. I can basically I can decipher when someone. Has learned a bit about copywriting for social media captions and hooks mm-hmm. and whatnot because of the things that they'll they'll say it, at the beginning of their caption. It might be like um, unpopular opinion or <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I've I've got to be honest with you or like whatever. And it does and it, like as a marketer, we see it and we're like, oh, look at you using the skill and like we understand what yeah. they're doing and like we get it. But it really. I feel like it really is so effective with readers Mm -hmm. to do that, to kind of like, it's, I don't know what you call it. It's like you're creating curiosity to keep reading. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That curiosity is huge. And like a big one, like if you're looking at storytelling, this just kind of goes back to my journalism days is like, where you just like put the lead first. It kind of just like, what, like, like the, like the big event that happened and kind of tease it at the very top of it. Um, Yeah. And it's just like, so like, take like this huge element of the story and put that in your subject line or put that as like your first caption. Like for example, I, a couple of newsletters ago that I put out, my subject line was like, uh, the time I cried at McDonald's, that was it. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, a few people reached out, like they replied back to me, um, you know, kind of like razzing me a little bit, but also just like complimenting, like, you know, how I, you know, like how I wrote it and like how, like, you know, the vulnerable elements of the story, um, you know, but like It's just like the reason I invested in Peloton stock. Like it's just something like that. Like take a big part of that story. Like that's the big, like the point of the story, but people are like, how did we get there? And it's just like an element used in movies all the time. Like think about when you watch like a movie or TV show for like example, and like you see this, like they just robbed a bank or something and they're getting away, you know, and then they crash their car and then the screen fades. And then it's just like 24 hours earlier. Right. It so does. you have this big event and now you're like, oh, shit, how did we get here? It's like what so that good. Happened? I
0: love that. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, and like some of our favorite TV shows and movies do that throughout. So think of right. it that way. It's like, what could I like, what could I say? It's like I almost got arrested by doing this. And then it's like then you're telling the story because you got people interested because, you know, you gave away that like moment that people could visualize.
0: Right. Just, oh, man. Right.
1: What happened here?
0: Well, I, I, I want everybody to make sure and follow you because, um, b- because I honestly, you guys follow Terry because I've learned so much from Terry and, and what, what it's helped me do just to give you an example of an actual thing on a regular basis is that anytime I write a caption for a social media post, just about, um, I, I will, I think, think a little bit harder now, whenever i you know, mm. and I really try to intentionally start it out in a more interesting way. That's going to bring the reader in instead yeah. of just like, like today I posted because I always post about like a new episode on Mondays and what's happening this week and blah, blah, blah. And I could have just been like, this is what's happening this week. Watch, yeah. you know, here's my, yeah. and that would be yeah. very boring. And so I did not do that. And so thanks to you encouraging that I, it reminds me, to just think about it because you could have something so good to share with everybody, just even in a social media post. And then unfortunately, yeah. a lot of people will just scroll by if it doesn't attract them. You know, yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah,
1: I know. Absolutely. But. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Well, I, that's really cool to hear. I appreciate I yeah, no, it's, and
0: it's totally true. So you guys have to follow um, <laughs> Terry. Um, so, okay. Speaking of that, I want you to tell everybody how they can find you. Um, can can Is your is your Facebook group open? Is it invite only? How does that work?
1: Yeah, it's open. If you find it, so my Facebook group is called the Copy Co-op. So you just uh, can find that and search that in groups and on Facebook um, and then just um, request a- access to it. There's a couple questions uh, that I do ask for you to answer, but it's just really simple and quick. And then once you do that, uh, you're in the group. And so okay. I stay try to stay pretty active there. Uh, you know, stream a lot of my live videos to the group, and you know, ask questions to get people engaged there as well. Um, the newsletter that we've been talking about is the cool copy newsletter. Um, you can literally Google the coolest copywriting newsletter on the internet and it shows up.
0: Stop. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did that.
1: I mean, Hey, I used it on my SEO and you know, yeah, I Googled it and I'm like, yep, sure enough. It's right there. So that's, that's cool.
0: amazing. It <laughs> is a really that, good, it really is a good um, email. Honestly, we all get lots of emails and we do. And yeah. Unfortunately they're not always good, but yours is really good.
1: Yeah. I know life is busy. I know that like there's a lot of newsletters that are great that I follow, and sometimes I just don't get to all of them. Um, right. You know, so it's just it is it kind of is what it is. But I, I just try to, if you do by chance, if it catches your attention and read it, I try to just give like a practical copywriting tip and link to a few other resources that, you know, I find cool or that I put out there just to help you. Um, so yeah, I appreciate anybody who uh, wants to uh, be part of that community too. Um, and then so how do they you know, how do
0: they how do they do that? They go to your website. Terry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you can, if you go to my website, terryschillingrights.com, you'll see on the front page, there's a link to go and sign up for the newsletter. Or again, you can just type in, you know, cool copy newsletter and it should show up in Google there as well.
0: Okay. okay. But cool. I can link, I can
1: send you the link too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put, we'll put well. links
0: in the show notes and everything. And you're also active on LinkedIn. Yep,
1: yeah, LinkedIn, you can find me at Terry Schilling and um, me there. And then on Instagram, I'm at Terry underscore Schilling. And then Twitter, you know, if you guys are really jumping to that or on Twitter as well, uh, it's at T 86 for that one. So, you know, happy to connect with you guys there.
0: Okay, cool. And um, and also your website if somebody wants to work with you or, or talk to you about possibly hiring you for something. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's terryshillingrights.com, W R I T E S for rights. Not like Terry Schilling, like protection rights. Like I'm like some like, like <laughs> some like, like some like right activist or like lawyer, right? You know, I, I still always you know, it's still always interesting. You tell people I'm a copywriter, like, oh, so you're in law? I'm like, no, not. I'm the marketing. I like I have to say now, it's like so I'm in marketing as a copywriter, or like I'm a <laughs> copywriter working in like the marketing advertising space. And like, oh,
0: okay. That's so funny. But I guess, yeah, I guess a lot of people might relate it to that. I mean, I don't, but that's just because I, I know you so well. Yeah. yeah but but- I know but yeah, yeah, no, it's marketing <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, for real. If you aren't familiar with this sort of thing that Terry does and with, with really, if you've never really focused on your words more in your own marketing for your business, for your brand, in your social media captions, um, in your emails, on your website, whatever, wherever you're putting words for people, blog posts, um, trust me, follow Terry. Like it's, it's legit helpful. You may not quite understand the impact it can have on your business and your audience until you really start putting some of his tips into play. And then you're going to see those results because the wording really does matter. And it really can, um, create magic in my opinion. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah, um, I
1: appreciate that. I'm, and I, uh, buy I'm completely biased and agree with everything you just said there. (laughs) It really is. It really is important, you know, and, um, and yeah, you know, I'd be happy to connect with you guys in the newsletter. I do like some case studies too, so who knows? Maybe like Brittany, if she uses one of my tips, maybe uh, you know, you'll be on, a, you'll be a case study in the newsletter.
0: Oh yes, that sounds fun. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Terry. Thank you for being on again. I appreciate you.
1: Oh, thank you as always, Brittany. Really appreciate it